0: Uh, special guests in the studio, and I've been looking forward to having a chat to them um, ever since. um, Remember, we chatted uh, a couple of weeks. We've chatted to her a couple of times now, Um, Daniela Buscelli from Daniela Buscelli International. And she said to me, you have to talk to APSO. And I said, I have no idea what APSO is or who APSO are. So, uh, yeah, what did we do? We got them in and we got We got the royalty of EPSO in. Uh, We have Tzolofelo Ramodewe who is the president. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. Nice to have you with us and the Vice President, Kanye Mflongo. How are you, Kanye? I'm
1: good on you, Dave?
0: Good. I need you guys to get just a little bit closer to the microphones. I know it's it's a bit dodgy. They've all been sanitized. We're good. Okay. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I often wonder, you know, as as we were talking earlier on and, and people were mentioning it and I walked into the station and there's all these sanitary sprays and hand on. it's like what is this going to do? And this is something maybe we can we can talk to. Is it going to have an impact? Because let's start off at the very beginning. And 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 um, do, do we call you Tolo fellow or Tolo? You Tzolo can call me Zulu
2: to be short. Zulu, so,
0: Tolo. Yeah. There we go. Okay, let's do that. Um, what is APSO? Please explain.
2: Well, basically, Ebso is a federation of um, African. Staffing organizations
0: Yeah
2: And um, It was established Around about 1977
0: Gee, So you guys and, have been
2: around Oh hey? yes Yeah And and basically This federation Is about Working towards You know uh, Regulating and professionalizing The, the recruitment industry mm-hmm. And um, We are also A member of The WEC The World um, Employment Confederation Located in Brussels In Belgium Yeah and um, i think currently if i'm if i'm correct Kani, we we're probably sitting at about just over 800 um, recruitment agencies as members of epso okay. and um, and which 70% of them are smes so yep. yeah that's that's basically you know the nutshell about 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 epso
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're going to get into, to, because this is, I think you guys are, are miracle workers, because that's not all you do. I mean, uh, uh, Tolo, you run a, a very successful uh, business as well, uh, as, does, as does Connie. Um, talk to me a little bit about, uh, about why would somebody be a member of this? Does it, give, does it give recruitment agencies a form of credibility? Because there have been some dodgy ones in the past.
1: Yes, it absolutely, um, it does give credibility, but more than credibility, it uh, equips the industry with um, the knowledge and the skills that uh, you would need to run a successful business as a recruiter or as a a staffing agency, as well as, I mean, legislation in the employment side uh, side of things is quite broad. So whatever that comes out of the Department of Labor or Employment Services, as recruitment agencies, we need to understand it. We need to be able to apply it um, in, in our everyday lives. When, when we engage with candidates applying for jobs, when we're engaging with employers, we need to make sure that we we are compliant in, in how we run our businesses. And yes, there's a lot of... Um, uh, scrupulous or dodgy kind of uh, establishments out there which are actually not registr- registered. So, if we were to do an assessment to understand how many recruitment agencies are operating in South Africa there's a lot more than what we have on our books. Mm. And a lot of those do not follow um, what you would say a professional way of running a recruitment uh, company. So we've, we've heard a lot of uh, issues. I mean, uh, candidates complaining about the fact that agencies are asking them to pay for this, or even uh, um, legit recruitment agencies' as information being cloned um, and, and scams running around on Facebook and everywhere else. People having to pay three hundred rand for a CV for just coming to see you for an interview. So there's a lot of work to be done in in our industry. It's a big industry.
0: I I, th- I think it is, and, and and I see a lot. And I, you know, when when I think of the scope of people, and, and I look at people coming out of of high school, out of varsities, mm-hmm. out of the colleges. These are people looking for a job, and. and You know, and and maybe we can talk a bit about that as to, you know, because to me, and I made the joke earlier and I said I'm unemployable. I mean, I I don't, if you held the gun to my head now, I would not know how to put a CV together. You know, what has David done in his life? Things and stuff, (laughs) you know. And it's really, you know, that's a a vital thing to know. Um, But, you know, these people are looking for professional help and advice. I mean, if you're a a graduate professional, um, you know, has has the internet affected um, what you guys do a lot? Because I mean, up until a little while ago, when I got very politely told uh, that uh, LinkedIn is so much more than just a place to post one CV. But I mean, is is there an online aspect as well, Solo?
2: Yes. So um, I think talking about the technology, we we as an industry we really embrace the the, the technology, and but it's also about getting that balance between. The tech and the human touch.
1: Yeah,
2: and um, <clears throat> what I know, like for instance, with, with with our organization as well, we 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 tend to help a lot of candidates, um, you know, with, with, with regards to how to put a CV together, and um, I mean even to an extent whereby, and we're talking about professional people, you know, at, mm. at, even at various various levels, in terms of saying when you're going for an interview, what are the do's and the don'ts. You know, um, given the, the tips in terms of how to really engage and present themselves better at, you know, when they're sitting with, with uh, potential employers.
0: Okay. So that's part of the service that you offer. You would, you would, you would talk to a prospective candidate and say, listen, um, as APSO, you'd say, listen, this is what to do. This is how you do it. You do those kind of things.
1: Yes, our, our website has got a lot of information and f- free tools available to candidates as well as um, recruitment agencies, even employers, they can actually uh, gain a lot of information on, on employment services um, uh, that we have available for okay. free.
0: All right. But let's talk, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what qualifies you to to be the Vice President um, because you also the MD of a company called Think Career. In fact, it's your own business, isn't it?
1: Yes, this is my own business. So just a bit of background, I've worked in retail for the last uh, 17 years. And uh, There is no way. I know. You
0: look way too young to have worked in retail. Yeah,
1: right? I, I have. I have worked in retail in various uh, management, leadership roles in human resources. Uh-huh. Then, yeah, it has been a dream of mine to actually. Um, impact other people's lives Um, my passion predominantly is in the talent development space which is combined with talent acquisition so the company has been running for two and a half years now Okay. and uh, how I became to be elected as uh, the vice president I'm passionate about the industry and um, my main objective and mission in partnership with Zulu and the board is to make sure that we get to a point where the industry gets professionalized. Uh, one, from a candidate experience point of view, we, want, we need to make sure that job seekers are not taken for a ride as well as our employers uh, to, for us to be able to gain the respect and the credibility uh, of working with a qualified empl- employment agency. Uh, where else, uh, at the moment, the 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 credibility of the recruitment agencies is tarnished, uh, mm. from a from a candidate point of view as well as employer point of view, um, because not all of us operate um, applying the same principles, the a- the same um, ethics, and so forth. Where else, if we were all to be professionalized, like accountants and uh, medical doctors and so mm-hmm. forth we would actually because this is a science um <laughs> i don't think anybody can do recruitment uh, it requires a lot of skill and talent to be able to uh, find the right candidate um, uh, to match up with what the employer is looking for it's not about just sending a whole bunch of cVs and just uh, you know searching on the internet and you find someone that you believe you think they might match it's yeah. really about unpacking all of that in detail and be able to find the right person or right people for, for the employers and make sure that we make the work of the employers a lot easier and, and for them to know that whoever, whomever we're presenting in front of them are the right caliber candidates.
0: Is a qualified yeah because this is the thing. I mean I've 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 been in organizations before where you know, they've gone. Well, should we should we advertise this position via a, a recruitment agency? And then the guys are like, No, no, no. Just you know, put out an advert. We'll get CVs, and we'll hope to find somebody good. And I think always, particularly as you get into sort of upper management, middle upper management, mm. that fit and that 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 culture fit is very very important. Because if you get somebody that doesn't fit into that corporate culture. Mm. They can mess up an entire department, division. Um, it's it's a real challenge. Mm.
1: You'll be surprised. I mean, even with your entry level candidates, if yeah. you employ, an let's say, till operator in yeah. a retail store who is absolutely not into engaging with customers, they cannot communicate. You're gonna have you're gonna lose your your, your customers. Because of that retail operator who's not into that. Where else we are able to say, for this particular retailer, these are the values, this is the culture, this is the kind of individual they're looking for. And also, it's not about just placing for that particular moment. You're hoping that individuals can grow within that particular organization. And uh, re- uh, for the company to be able to retain them as well So it's, it's, not, it's not about you know running this revolving door kind of situation Where we want people to be placed We get a placement fee and then they leave and we place them elsewhere yeah. It's really about a partnership between a recruitment agency yeah. As well as a, an employer where they can, we can help them To build a successful business with the right talent Awesome. Let's
0: get on to it. we'll get on to you when we come back because I want to find out about what you do as well Um, because your stuff also sounds fascinating (laughs) and I love talking to people who know lots of things. (laughs) Uh, We're talking uh, to... The uh, president and vice president of APSO uh, tonight. All about uh, recruitment. They are a recruitment and staffing organisation. Could, could you almost say? Could you almost say that you're sort of a, a, a watchdog? Not a watchdog. Yeah, maybe yeah, a watchdog. We could say so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to, to keep the the. the I think it's brilliant that there are organisations like yourselves that set standards and say, okay, this is what we need to achieve in terms of service delivery professionalism. Um, so I'm all for it um do, do recruitment agencies wear your stamp with pride? Can we ask somebody? Are they members? Yes, you can. Because, uh, I mean, I, I want to know. If if they don't do their job, I want to be able to have some recourse.
1: No, funny enough, for... government, Suritsulu, um, they do ask whether you are mm-hmm. a member of APSO as, lo- as well as other corporate organizations. So if mm-hmm. you're not a member of, of APSO, they will not consider you for... Work opportunities or to work or even any
2: tendering processes, yeah. yeah, They will not okay. Clearly, that we're doing something good.
1: Good, good, happy to hear
0: that. So, let's talk a little bit about about you because, aside from being um, the president, you also run your own business. Talk to me about that. All right, so just
2: to give you a little (laughs) bit of my background, so I've been in the recruitment game since 2005, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think ever since then, I really fell in love with recruitment and purely because you know developing that passion to, to, to help people and you know taking them along their the, the, um, what you call the career, the path? career, the path. career path. path you know okay. being part of that yeah. journey with them it's, it's I think it's for me it's, 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 it's one of the best things that I can say that makes me to enjoy Mm. you know, the the, the recruitment uh, industry. So my company, Wikaho Human Capital Group, so we've been around since 2007 and purely focusing on recruitment, um, training and development, and uh, HR consulting. And we try to specialize as well when it comes to recruitment. So we focus mainly on engineering, ICT, as well as commercial. So your commercial will be your finance, your mm-hmm. HR, legal, and so forth, and um, and as, as 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 I was mentioning to you, Dave, is that you know we we strongly emphasize when we work with our clients on on character matching, and as can you that this goes beyond the numbers, you know, in terms of saying how many CVs have you submitted for a specific job specification, but it's mm-hmm. real about you know the in depth of of understanding. Number one. The candidates' care aspirations and trying to match them with their clients' business objectives and
0: marrying them together. That's basically what we're all about in, in, in recruitment. And you see, that's, that's the part I like. And, and, and I think there must be an incredible sense of joy and, and pride if you've, you've placed somebody and you see them fit into that culture and make their way up the corporate ladder. To me, that, is, that must be incredibly fulfilling. Exactly, exactly that. Wonderful stuff. Uh, somebody goes, hey, David, I missed it earlier. What organizations do you t- – they re- represent, Karen, they represent one organization, APSO, A-P-S-O. Uh, you guys have a website, hey? Yes. Yeah www.apso.org.za There we go. So it's APSA, Karen. Hope you got that. Um, some 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 nice messages coming here. People are obviously... Recruitment is a touchy subject, one way or another, because you're getting people that are loving it and you're getting people that are going, no, it's like, you know, it's swimming in murky waters with a bunch of sharks. Um, I, I have more of a problem with, um, you know, somebody you you place somebody in a job and then you know you've done your work and then the company goes boom thank you very much and that person just sits there with no career development path Um, because I think that's important as well obviously not your problem necessarily um, but you know I think are are, are corporates now at that stage are we at that level where we do have career paths for people? Yeah
2: Yeah, it it, it is so um, Dave because I think even if you look at how the the whole recruitment process is changing within the the, the 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 companies is that now companies are looking for recruitment agencies that become part of their strategic partner partners within within the organization so we start becoming you know um sitting with within within um like talking about the talent mapping Becoming part of the the talent management strategies, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking about in the next five years, these are the projects that are going to be taking place. So, how do we start growing, um, you know, skills or developing current skills, or even start creating a pool mm-hmm. um, so that we know that if a person started here within the next three years, this is that this is where they'll be moving. After that, you know, this is their career path within the yeah. organization. So, it's it's. It, it, it's changing. It, and I'm saying probably for the last three years, um, that's what has been happening within, within the industry.
0: So, now as, as recruiters, uh, is it aside from just being your job to, to fit people to, to, to positions, okay? Mm. What role do you say you have in terms of a social thing? Because one of the things I'm noticing, and, and maybe you guys, you can help me because you work in this industry, um, tradespeople. Qualified tradespeople, mm-hmm. it it doesn't seem to be a cool thing to do anymore. Um, and and I don't know. I, maybe I'm old-fashioned. I grew up where we need those tradespeople to 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 literally make the wheels of industry turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that something? Is everybody? Is there leaning towards more glamorous uh, fourth industrial revolution type stuff, or, or are we still looking at trades?
1: We definitely are. So out of the 800-odd recruitment companies that we are aware of, Mm -hmm. um, they all specialize in different uh, industries, different skills. So there are recruitment agencies who only specialize in artisans and tradespeople. So your TVET colleges, um, uh, students, there will be some of those cohorts who will be actually placed. But also there's a growing... um, I would say it's more an opportunity more than anything else for the the trades kind of sk- or the, sk- the the technical artisans kind of people to be um, coached even more because it's no longer about just knowing only how to plumber or yeah. become a plumber. It's also about how do you become your own boss as well um, mm. and become an entrepreneur and and freelance. So freelancing yeah. is going to become one of those big. Opportunities for the trades people because yeah. there's a huge demand. As much as you know, we see a lot of people sitting on the sidewalks and so forth. Uh, there is a huge demand out there, yeah. um, and it will continue to be there until we understand where we're going with. Uh, you know the technology and the robotics and te- mm. you know, how technology is going to impact some of those jobs. But I don't think a lot of those um, jobs will go away. They mm. will remain. In actual fact, you will need people to be a lot more skilled mm. to work alongside whichever ro- robot that we mi- you might implement in that particular mm-hmm. organization. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. We're going to talk a bit more about that and, and uh, just in terms of... Uh, you know, what, what, what HR and recruitment means. in the, I am, you can say I'm almost a rabid advocate of entrepreneurship, of small businesses, mm-hmm. medium businesses, because I firmly believe that is where the future of this country lies, in entrepreneurs. And, and instead of us sitting and looking to government all the time mm-hmm. and whining, going, what are you doing for me? Get up. Let's see what we can do for ourselves. We are South Africans. Uh, we are known to be hardy people. We come back and we'll chat uh, some more to Tolofello and Connie uh, about APSO and about their roles, what they are doing. If there's any questions you'd like to ask, SMS us 41348. Those SMSs are charged at fifty. SMS 41348. Otherwise, you can WhatsApp us 84 938 That's 84 822 Oh nine three eight. Love to hear from you. Love to hear your views on the subject. It is what's involved on this Monday night. Yes, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to reunite uh, employees and employers. We're talking uh, to the guys from APSO. They are essentially, it's a federation for for staffing and employment. Uh, You guys um, are an organization and uh, recruitment agencies. Yep. And, and they, they belong to you. What about the guys that do, what, is, what do they call it these days? Uh, if the, Labor brokers? No? No? Do we not like labor brokers? Are we, well, they're called temporary employment services. Temporary employment services. Yes. I think they need a lot of attention. Just between you and me and the gatepost. Uh I'm not gonna put you on the spot and ask you to say anything, but I do think personally they need some attention, those people. Um but the idea is 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 with you guys and um you know, we, we were chatting about things like the fourth industrial revolution, where are you going. Um where where do you see because obviously we're having to to prepare ourselves for it because to a large degree The fourth industrial revolution is here. Um, It's only going to develop. Um, But we mentioned as well, you know, the human aspect. That's why Mm. it's called human resources, not Mm. anything else resources. Um, And I said to you, I know LinkedIn, you know, that's where you you bang your your CV. How does that fit in with you guys?
2: Well, I think, I mean, talking about the the artificial intelligence and, and the automation, we need to embrace it. And I think I remember we were talking about it in our last conference last year mm-hmm. um, where we say that we need to use the technology to basically, you know, um, accelerate the, the workflow. Um, secondly, to refine processes. And obviously just enhancing that, that candidate experience, you know, being able to, to, to engage with, 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 with candidates at crucial points Mm -hmm. within the career path. Um, And talking about, I think we're talking about the the, the trades. Um, If you look at the the South African um, aspects, we we are seen as one of the manufacturing hubs in in, in Africa. Yes. And, And talking about the automotive, if you look at how a car is built, you'll always need those tradespeople. You know, you need your millwrights, you need your electricians, you need your fitters, and so forth. Listen, there's so a big it's, it's something that cannot just go away because of mm. this 4IR. Yeah,
0: well, there's there's a big electricity supply place that apparently needs some really, really good artisans at the moment. Just saying. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh, I'm not known for my subtlety, guys, so please just to uh, <laughs> excuse me there. Um, so you know, there are those and I've had, uh, there's a couple of messages coming, somebody just saying, you know, why do we even need recruitment agencies these days? Um, I think, explain this to me because as I understand it, you know, you don't just say, okay, send me a bunch of CVs. Um, Okay. This is, these guys are looking for this and just match CVs with companies. There is, it's, it's gotten a lot more technical, hasn't it? There is a psychological aspect to this.
1: Yes, there is. Um, as I said earlier on, sourcing for the right and the best talent—it's mm. not easy, especially where we are in an environment where everyone is looking for employment. Yeah. Um, an employer does not have the time and energy to go through um, like millions and millions of uh, CVs to you know to to uh, to, to 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 get to the one that they're looking for. And that's where we come in. We are sourcing specialists. We are able to connect and engage with candidates or job seekers. Uh, We are able to sell the company to candidates. Mm. So the world has moved on in that um, candidates are very choosy in terms of who they want to work for. So we mm-hmm. are able to uh, play the em- the employer branding kind of specialist role, mm-hmm. represent the employer and speak on their behalf, but truthfully, without selling them something that which does not actually exist. Mm-hmm. So it's it's actually more than just pull, we don't we don't actually pull CVs together. Recruiters don't do that. I mean, <laughs> that is automated. We we now focusing more on engaging candidates, sourcing them, um, telling them more about the role, understanding if they're the right people or not, and be able to say this is not going to be for you. As much as you are desperate for employment, uh, let's help you find something that's going to be that's going to best uh, suit you in future. So it's it's more than just being mm. a recruiter and say, oh, here are CVs. There's a lot of work behind that.
0: I would imagine there would be, and particularly, you know, as you get into to higher levels and more specialized levels, it would be. It's the aim, though, um, Tolo, to, 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 to get to the stage where, for example, and you, you mentioned the automotive industry, So, so I'm going to use that as an example. If I buy my first car, from a motor dealership where I get great service, love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. When I want to buy a new car, I'm going to go back to that dealership. Is that what we're aiming for as recruiters? That that as I go through my career path, every time I'm looking for something else, I would come to you? That's exactly that. And, and you know, that's why
2: Kanye even mentioned, t- or spoke about, you know, that constant engagement with candidates throughout the path. Mm-hmm. and And... There are certain things that you will not be able to get from just reading a CV until you engage with a person. And and those are the soft things or the soft touch that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you've got a client who says, I'm looking for these type of behavioral skills. Those are not written on the CV. You need to engage with a person to be able to suss out that information. And if, if you look at what we do at EBSO, it's is that we... We encourage that before you become a so-called recruiter, you need to go through a certain training, yeah. so that you are able to to have that consultative mind when you are talking to candidates, and being able to to give a better service to to your clients.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys have all got uh, some serious experience and and letters and things behind your name. Um, Kanye, you busy? You busy with your honours in industrial psychology?
1: Yes.
0: Are you, do you, you have a family, you married? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I am. Uh, in actual fact, this is not it. There's a lot more behind all of this. Goodness so man. I'm left with two modules to complete. Yeah. But over and above my um, Think Career yeah. baby, I also um, serve on the National Skills Authority Board. And also, I'm a Women Will um, chapter lead in Pretoria, where we empower women uh, with leadership development skills, entrepreneurship skills. I also am involved with um, developing the unemployed graduates and introducing them to the Grow with Google uh, digital skills programs. So... Yeah, it's a passion to make sure that we we grow the skills of uh, young South Africans, uh, young entrepreneurs, uh, women in the workplace, women in business. So um, there's a lot of work to be done out there.
0: Sure. I'm sitting here with this look on my face going, wow, when do you sleep? <laughs> yes, I rest when I sleep. We were saying <laughs> earlier on
1: with Solo that, yeah, we rest when we go to bed. And when yeah. we wake
0: up, it's all exciting. Good. But that's the one thing, and I, and I am I am amazed because I was quite excited to be able to chat to you guys. But just having you here in the studio with me and talking to you, it's very clear that you're both very, very passionate about this industry. You have a love for this industry. Um, And I think that's wonderful. Uh, We need more of this because, as I said, you mentioned it, you know, the the, the recruitment industry has become tarnished. And and there are those bad uh, rotten apples. And we need to get rid of them because I think that's part of the thing that's going to help our country to grow. But now, talking earlier, and I said to you, you're hoping somebody will be with you for their entire career path with the, the millennials and the the gen z's and gen x's and all the gens that I don't necessarily understand um it has changed uh, the, the 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 sort of Um, your time spent working at a specific company i remember you know uh, when i told my parents i wanted to be on radio they were absolutely horrified and my father wanted to know when i was going to get a real job Mm -hmm. um, and how was i ever going to support a family Um, and i said with my mouth and he did not believe this and with my voice and he was like he couldn't get his head around it Um, because in those days you you went and you got a job and you had to either be a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant or a banker. That was it. Um, and I started off in the banking industry and I absolutely hated it. But you were expected to just suck it up, princess, and then you work at a job you probably don't like um, for 30, 40 years mm-hmm. and then you retire. The new generation are not like that. They're going, mm, mm, no, no, no. Tell me a bit about them. Have you had experience with these these guys? Well, we call them the the generation C. <laughs> oh, so right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, more I got to learn. They they, they want to be more connected. Yeah. And, and uh, I think again, it goes back to what Kanye was saying about, you know, the the employment or the employer branding. Mm. They want to be associated with certain brands, and seeing how a specific employer is connected to their employees. Mm-hmm. So gone are those days where um, a person will stay in the same job or same company for 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it, there's been some a lot of um, evolving taking place within the, the, the industry. So people just want to be connected to what really aspires to them and i think that's why i'm saying that, that that you know us as recruiters we need to have that understanding when you're sitting down with a candidate what are these person's aspirations what takes this person and then you're able to connect it to a specific employer for th- them
1: i think for me just to add to that um I th- <sighs> gone are those days where people just want to settle for a job mm. people mm. are looking for a career people are looking for um uh, something that's going to fulfill them something that's going to give them a purpose when they wake up every morning they don't have to drag themselves out of bed and that's what we drive at think career so we place people in jobs where they see that as a as a career and not just a job because companies are looking for people who can come in add value love what they do uh and make a difference in mm. in, in what they you know in the whatever Role they might be appointed in, so it's very critical. But also, um, reality also sinks in. In an, in an, we you know we find ourselves in an environment where job opportunities are not um, are they readily available. The, mm-hmm. the em- unemployment rate is quite high. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you might find that people will uh, you know rather settle for I just need a job so, so that I can be able to put food on the table. But we would we actually would like people to go for what they're passionate about. Um, because in that way, you, you can just be like David, who loves what he does. <laughs> loves As talking.
0: A, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? It's, it's a tough world that we live in. It's a tough job um, that you guys have. Because you know what? In the country at the moment, many, many people will go, I just want a job. I don't care. Dave, you, have, you have no idea how many calls a I job.
2: get every single day.
0: You know, it must be, be hard heartbreaking. Yeah. What are we doing, though, to, to help these people and to to uplift, upskill? I, I, I've been looking. I mean, I've been doing this show now, uh, this version of it for the last, what, this is second year, maybe more. Um, I've done it longer. Uh, but I've been looking for an answer. And, 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 you know, how do we help our country? Because, you know what? I don't believe it's necessarily the government's job. They have a role to play. But but corporates and, and the likes of you and I, mm. we need to be doing something. Are, are we doing it? Are we not? What can we do?
1: I think what we're doing at the moment is to uh, expose the job seekers, the many unemployed people, to uh, career development opportunities or mm. skills development opportunities where they can acquire a skill and then decide that, how decide how they can monetize that skill without actually having to wait for someone to employ them mm. so we talk entrepreneurship entrepreneurship it's not easy it maybe it's easy to start a business but mm. to make sure that you 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 run a sustainable yeah. business it's you know it's something else really? so if we can have um, a skilled a lot of skilled maybe unemployed people, then they can then evolve and transition into maybe starting up their their businesses but where you've you've got no access to you know uh, skills that are required now where Mm. you can become a freelancer and earn a bit of money here and there it does become a challenge hence You know, we we find ourselves working with the likes of, uh, you know, Microsoft and Google to say, here are the skills that you can access Mm. for free. Become a digital marketer, Mm. set up your own business online and start making money out of it. Work with small SMEs, um, help help them out. You don't necessarily have to wait to be employed. Mm. So there's definitely uh, opportunities out there, but um, unfortunately… A lot of the young people, they would sit with, I'm a graduate and I have to be employed uh, and I have to be employed, I don't know, somewhere at a senior role with an office and a car and a cell phone and whatever. If we can sort of move to a space where people start to ask themselves, what are the skills that I really have? And hmm. what are the skills that I have acquired which are actually even transferable? So I've studied to be X, but in this degree diploma that I have, what are the skills that I can now transfer into being a, a, a social media influencer, being um, uh, someone who can start manufacturing and selling products some yeah. way? So there's definitely opportunities.
0: There's the knock kind on of effect. When we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit about digital marketing digital recruitment and and see where we are in terms of that because we are in the fourth industrial revolution everything's going online so let's talk where you guys are with that we'll be back with my special guests in just a bit it is what's involved mix 93.8 absolute pleasure to have you along with us tonight uh just a reminder if you didn't get to catch the whole show uh in the next couple of days it'll be up as a podcast as well uh as i mentioned earlier on podcast now being downloaded in 14 different countries across the world so that is good uh if you are a podcast listener listening to this as a podcast thank you so much Uh, if you're streaming love to have you with us and of course dstv channel 823 as well um okay so just in terms let's wrap it up because suddenly we realized oh there's other things we want to talk about as well it always happens like this Um, digital wise in in terms of digitally um, where where's apps are going with that are you are you very involved in the electronic world
1: absolutely we are so if you check out the last three conferences which Mm -hmm. we had um, most of the themes were around um, the digital space when it comes to recruiting and making sure that all the recruiters recruitment agencies as well as employers understand the impact of technology when it comes to recruiting so it's at the forefront of what we do as well as the human touch as Tsulu um, mentioned
0: Okay, lovely um, Quickly before we wrap up two more things that I think are, are quite important Um you, you mentioned we, we've talked about recruiters now and recruitment agencies, but you're also an organization for employers. Tell let's, let's her, talk to me a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so basically the, I think the idea is we, we want to sort of like um, educate the employers to understand what really happens within the recruitment industry in terms of the processes. And the second thing is to basically partner with employers Um, In terms of, because you find that other employers, they do have recruiters Mm in-house. And um, we want to take them through in terms of, let's say, enabling, you know, the the internal recruiters in terms of the
0: processes. um, The trends. The trends. So, essentially, essentially build capacity, upskill.
2: Exactly.
1: Because okay. there, uh, there isn't a company out there that trains recruiters like APSO no. does. So mm. this is a premium opportunity for employers to actually um, sign up with APSO and make sure that their recruitment teams are quite clued up. So there's, mm. there's a lot of training for HR business partners, for learning and development. But more often you find that the group of recruiters, talent administrators, Administrators, they do get a bit lost. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Where else we provide uh, a lot of upskilling, yeah. as well as our annual conferences. I mean, there's a lot of content that which gets uh, shared with uh, the audience.
0: Wonderful. So now, again, if somebody wants to, if if, if I am a corporate, uh, medium-sized business, small business, whatever, that goes, hey, listen, I think this is something I'm interested in. uh, What is the website? Is that the best way to to get hold of you guys via the website?
2: Yes, definitely the website. As I said, www.epso.org.za. Or they can even… all the information is up
0: there. I think that's the best. Yeah, that's the best. So best, it's yeah. apso.org.za. So, <S-O-G-Z-A>. so apso.org.za. <S-O-A-P-S-O-G-Z-A>. You mentioned a conference. Is this conference going to be open to anybody or specifically recruitment industry people?
2: It's definitely open to everyone. Okay. And, um, and we actually finalizing the theme. But the, the day of the conference will be the 12th of June, 2020.
0: Okay. At, um, in Santon.
1: What's yes, at the Wondrous.
0: Uh, the Wanderers Club. Oh, at the Wondrous Club. That's lovely. Nice venue, that. Um, okay, so that's the APSO conference. Uh, does it run over just a day, a couple of days? How does it work?
1: It's a jam-packed day of uh, wow. breakaway sessions. Um, international
0: speakers. Yeah, it's
1: amazing. It's, it's,
2: yeah. And it's a combination of recruitment, what is happening within the recruitment, the technology, how do you embrace the technology. And at the same time, next year we'll, we'll, we will be hosting the world really employment confederation right here in <laughs> south africa yes,
0: fantastic yes. stuff well done guys and and APSO, so congratulations all that info on the website apso.org.za um can Salo, thank you so much for coming in and having a chat to me. I think we've got so much more to talk about, about recruitment, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we might have to bring you guys back in the not-too-distant future. But uh, you guys, thank you. I really do appreciate it. I wish you all the best going ahead. And to each and every one of you, before I go, thank you for listening. I'll catch you again next Monday.